Welcome to Your Bestetician Podcast, featuring Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician rolled into one. Listen as Cersei reveals insider information from over 20 years in the med spa industry, along with practical advice as a mom and wife riding the roller coaster of life. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Bestetician with myself, Cersei Kelly, your esthetician and bestie all rolled into one. Today, we're going to be talking about acne. Acne is one of those things as an esthetician that is probably the hardest thing for me to help people with because it's so multifactorial. And because it has so much to do with patient compliance in seeing people be successful with curing their acne. But when it works and when I'm able to help somebody, it is one of the most gratifying things that I deal with, or it is the most gratifying thing that I deal with. So there are so many myths surrounding acne. There are so many tricks out there. People will do anything and spend anything to get rid of their acne. And um, there's a million different products out there. Some work, some don't. Bottom line, most of what causes acne is internal. It has to do with lifestyle. And so we're going to go through some of that today. Um, Like I said, people are super desperate to get rid of their acne. My husband tells a hilarious story about um, his cousin who had some really bad acne as a teenager. And he told Russell, my cousin, he was like, look, dude, I have this trick to deal with acne that my friends told me about. And Russell was like, all right, all right, tell me what it is. The guys told him to urinate on a towel and rub it all over his face. If that is not cruel as a teenager, I don't know what is. So this guy obviously did what his friends told him to. Did it cure his acne? Um, no. And was he super embarrassed um, that he told my husband to do this? Uh, Yeah. So my point is people will do anything to cure their acne. And that's just a funny story about what people will do. But don't urinate on a towel and put it on your face to get rid of your acne. It will not work if anybody tells you that. 60 60 million Americans have acne and it causes depression. There is even a study that links it to higher unemployment rates because people's self-esteem is uh, affected by acne and you're not as bold. You're not as willing to take chances. People think that they're gross, that something's wrong with them, that they don't wash their face enough. But many times it has nothing to do with that. It simply has to do with some internal things that are going on, some lifestyle changes. And a lot of times it's the wrong products. So what happens and how? why does acne form? It all has to do with sebum coming from inside your skin and piling up. And this is from hormones, from stress. A lot of times people have exfoliation issues. So their cell proliferation is not fast enough and they're getting this buildup of dead skin cells on their surface that's clogging their pores. And this is from the sebum and the oil, and that creates a prime environment for the P. acnes bacteria that causes acne 
to be present and to thrive. When you're not shedding skin cells, you get these blocked cells and that contributes to P. acnes bacteria. The sebum also creates inflammation and this this triggers an immune response and this is like wildfire. And that's why you get those red cystic huge things and all the inflammation that comes with acne. And so the oil production that causes the sebum or in the sebum production is internal and external. Um, as an esthetician, I wish I could completely cure all the internal things, but I can only help what's going on externally with products. So we're going to go over some um, things with products a little later in the podcast. We'll be talking about cysts versus comedones and what we can do about those. But first, let's finish talking about why people get acne. It can be genetic. So if your parents had acne, you can have that abnormal proliferation of your cells, um, a slowdown of keratinization, and you don't get enough exfoliation of your skin cells. And so you get this buildup of dead skin cells and it blocks your pores. It can also be lifestyle related. And so that is why when somebody comes in for an acne consult, we spend a lot of time talking about their lifestyle, talking about what they do every day, morning to night. Um, If you're, first of all, not washing your face in the morning, then that's a great first step. And what you're eating, what you do after you exercise with when you sweat, all of that can contribute to your acne. And so lifestyle is a huge component. How often you're washing your sheets, um, what you put in your body, the different supplements. So acne is an internal condition that cannot be cured externally. We can help it with products, though. I can guide somebody, but they really have to comply with what I'm giving them. I can set realistic expectations depending on a patient's commitment and and depending on their budget. And that's what I try to do when they come in the door. I'll ask questions about their lifestyle. And so I try to be really realistic about, okay, this is what you can expect from these products. This is what you can expect from these products if you're changing your lifestyle, so forth and so on. But stress has so much to do with acne. Stress raises your cortisol levels, which in turn increases the sebum output. And like I said earlier, that contributes to the inflammation, your immune, your immune response, and that acne. Gut health is another huge part of acne. For some people, um, if you've got gas or bloating, you've got this imbalance in your gut of healthy bacteria, and that comes out in your skin as acne sometimes. People can have food sensitivities. Um, that's a harder one to pinpoint. You can do a food sensitivity test, but that's only going to, the food sensitivity test is only going to show you what you're sensitive to on a particular day. So if you're trying to pinpoint what type of foods might be causing you to break out and that um, inflammation and that immune response, then you've just got to pay really close attention to what you're eating, watch your skin, make some general connections about what might be causing your acne. There are supplements that can help with acne or can contribute to acne. There's also supplements that can help your acne. So vitamin A is a great one to take 
if you've got acne. Vitamin A is also what's in tretinoin and all of your retinols. And so if you're taking it orally, then it helps. Can help with your proliferation of cells, can help unclog those cells. Um, Supplements, you do want to give them a good month before you judge whether they're helping or not. Uh, Vitamin D is another one that blocks actually P. acnes bacteria from affecting skin cells. So if you've got clogged pores, try some vitamin D. We're just throwing every a lot of things at the wall. We're seeing what sticks. Vitamin A, vitamin D, and then vitamin E actually helps the vitamin A work better. So that's why you see a lot of supplements that pair the vitamin D and the vitamin E. Uh, Omega-3 fatty acids, fish oil, those type of supplements are going to help fight inflammation, which is again, the sebum and the inflammation. It lowers Ig1, which is a acne-inducing hormone. So take your omega-3s. Zinc has been showed in some studies to help with some redness and inflammation. So that's another one you want to take. Now on to the B vitamins, B as in boy. These can be a little harder. B1 is a great vitamin. It is Tiamine, which helps to manage stress. I think I said that right. Tiamine, theamine, T-H-I-A-M-I-N-E. That helps to manage stress. Again, that'll lower your cortisol levels, which we want to be lowered for if you're fighting acne. B2 helps with cellular turnover. So that's one you do want to take. B3 is niacin. I love B3 because it helps with eczema and redness. B5 is a humectant that reduces the formation of oil. So that's one that's really good that you want to be including with your vitamins. Now, B6, pay attention. No B6, not for acne sufferers. It's fine if you are deficient in B6, but too much B6 can actually contribute to acne. Another no-no is biotin if you have acne. I realize biotin is great for your hair and your nails, but if you have acne, that biotin is adding too much cell proliferation. It's, um, or excuse me, it's reversing your cell proliferation. So you're getting this buildup of dead skin cells on the surface of your face, clogging those pores, not good for acne. It produces more keratin than your skin can actually shed. There's a lot of energy drinks that have biotin. Look through those energy drinks on the list. If you've got biotin in it, then quit drinking it. Now, this is um, this one was very surprising to me. B12 is a problem for acne, even though it gives you energy and is so good in so many ways. I actually figured this one out. Um, I was taking a supplement that did not have B12 in it. Um, I had some acne last week. And I realized that I had bought the supplement that did have a B12 um, in it. So I'm not going to get that one next time. B12 is not good for acne. Whey protein, not good for acne. I realize protein powder is great, but look for the pea protein or the plant-based protein the next time you're ordering a smoothie at Tropical Smoothie Cafe or wherever you like to eat your smoothies or if you're buying protein powder at the store opt for the plant-based proteins. Whey protein is not good for acne. Carbs, sugar, 
not good for acne. I have a 13-year-old and I have a 15-year-old. One of them is on a strict, no-carb, no-sugar keto diet um, just for some other issues that she's got. Guess what? She doesn't have any acne. My 15-year-old, all the time I'm getting on her, quit eating that sugar, quit eating that sugar. And she's got acne. So that's another one. It increases your blood sugar, which increases your insulin levels, which increases that stress and that cortisol, and you're getting acne. Dairy is another one that can be the culprit for some people, not everybody, but if it is the culprit, those people can cut out dairy and boom, their acne's good. So that's one of those things that you just have to try for a couple weeks, totally cut it out and see if that is the culprit for you. What else? Chocolate can be bad for acne for people that are sensitive to chocolate. Um, we talked about the energy drinks with the B12 and the and the biotin. You don't want to do it. So those are some lifestyle things. Also, um, your pillowcase, change it out two to three times a week, not once a month like a lot of people do. That is so gross. It has so much bacteria on it. At night, your skin cells shed more than any time of the day. You're going to get the dead skin cells on there bacteria, you don't want it on your face. So wash your pillowcase two to three times a week. Clean Skin Club makes these antibacterial pillowcases as well that we sell at Auburn Metastetics. They're like $10 and those could be a great option. Speaking of Clean Skin Club towels, the towels that are so popular, they are um, disposable. They come in a big box. They're about $16. Love them. We sell them at Auburn Metastetics. And or if but if you don't want to do that, you can use Viva paper towels. They are a little bit cheaper. You'll have a paper towel roll on your sink, which sometimes isn't so pretty, but that's what you need to do. Basically, you need to be using a new towel every time you wash your face. Even if you're just going to Dollar General and getting a big stack of washcloths to use every single time, new towel every single time you wash your face. Ideally, the Clean Skin Club towels are the best because they're gentle on your skin, um, or we sell the ones that do exfoliate, have a little bit of exfoliating uh, texture to them. Those are good too. The washcloths can still harbor bacteria after you clean them. So I do think that the Clean Skin Club towels or Viva paper towels are a better option. But if you're not going to do that, just make sure you're using a fresh one every time you wash your face. Now let's talk about picking, 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 picking. All of my pickers, it's not helping anything with your acne. Get away from that mirror. Put a Mighty Patch on it. If you don't know what Mighty Patches are, they're these zit stickers. What I love most about Mighty Patches is that when you put it on that zit, it draws the pressure off of it so you're not as tempted to pick at it. We sell Mighty Patches made from Hero Cosmetics. Uh, we only sell the invisible ones because I'm like, why would you even wear the regular ones if you can see it? The invisible ones, you literally cannot see on your face. You can wear it all day long. It'll help you keep from picking at your face. Icing your breakouts is another good idea. Putting that phone on your face is terrible. It is never clean. Think of all the things that you set your phone down on and then pick it up and you put it on your face. Restaurants, gross. We set it down everywhere. Speakerphone. 
I do not put my phone on my face. I'm always on speakerphone. Sleeping in makeup. Come on, that's a no-brainer. Don't do it. Wash your face. Using the wrong products for your skin. No-brainer. Don't do it. See a licensed skincare professional. Go over everything with her, and she's going to set you up with the right products for your skin. Now, um, so we've talked about finding the root of the problem. We have talked about lifestyle changes that you can make. And so now we're going to talk about different types of acne and what we can do in office. So if you have got comedones that are just tiny little bumps on your skin, probably just like a three-step regimen is going to be fine. But if you have got cysts and scars, you really need something a little more intense um, or even coming into uh, Auburn Metastetics or another med spa for peels or some lasers will help get rid of it. I'm also a fan of oral medication for acne, not necessarily Accutane. Um, we have a machine here called Ava Clear that is an alternative to Accutane. It's a little painful, but it doesn't have all the side effects with Accutane. The, the oral medication that I am a f- fan of is spironolactone. It's a little more gentle. Its only side effect is actually great. It lets It helps your hair to grow. So that's a good one. Um, it's a diuretic, so it dries out your skin. But again, that's when you're ta- that's when you talk to your esthetician or your licensed skincare professional when you've got the dryness and you let her coach you through um, using the right type of products for your skin. So I hope this has been helpful today. I'm not going to go any more into topical products. We're going to save that for another episode. But these are just some things that. I have learned throughout my career that I have picked up from other friends that are estheticians. Um, Most of the time, if someone has struggled with acne themselves, then they're going to be an expert on it and they're going to know all about it. So I hope this has been helpful. Send any questions you've got to Cersei at AuburnMedAesthetics.com. Be sure to follow me on my podcast or on my Instagram, Your Best Estetician and Auburn Med Aesthetics, and I look forward to talking to y'all again. You've been listening to the Your Bestetician podcast featuring Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. Be sure to follow her Instagram, Auburn Med Aesthetics, for more med spa tips and trends.